All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. You guys are so stupid. We're doing a podcast. Can you both stop? Oh my God. Shut Stop doing that. It's family time. We are. It's a family thing. I don't know why you we didn't join in. It was, ab- it was about to be family time, but you I didn't I wanted join you in. to jump in. No, I want to do the podcast. Let's get it over with. The stupid, what a stupid pooper. Po- I know, right? He's getting old. I'm okay, old. well, anyways. Do you ever wonder what a Gen X thinks? Welcome to the Gen X Talks podcast today. I'm here with Gen X Mom. Hello, everyone. I'm, well, you haven't been here in a while. No, I'm here with Gen X Dad, as usual. Well, hello. How? Oh. How? He's not in a good mood today. No, he's not. And, of course, me, Gen Z Kid. Yes, yes, yes. What the hell? Why does he always get these applauses from? Live studio audience in the You know what? We created him. We created a monster, is what we did. (laughs) He should have got the applause. Now You're I, welcome, America. Now I know and why. Denmark. Now I know why some species eat their young. <laughs> wow, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Anyways, I'd like to mention that we started this podcast in our kitchen. We left to the living room in a more sophisticated manner. You know, we got our podcast set up. We know we had like a little thing, and we're back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> You've been demoted. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, why do we get demoted? Are we just I don't know. We're just trying something new. Okay. Maybe this I'm is old. Maybe we're or hungry. Old. We need to be near the food. <laughs> we're yeah. nostalgic. All right. Okay. Um, I have questions for both of you guys. You know, <sighs> you know the Man. video I filmed of you guys recently. Uh, the, uh, yes. Oh, that thing. The, the one com- I won. The one I was going to say that. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> the competition where I clearly won. No, yes. no, I I did, but whatever. Yeah. Continue. Okay, but yeah, that's the. That's pretty much what we're doing here, but like not you're not pointing at each other. I'm just asking you questions, okay? There's a little yeah. bit of correlation. Did you hear that, Gen X mom? Don't point at me, especially when you think something's going wrong <laughs> or there's a bad answer. Don't single me out. Oh, I won't point. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you. Okay. So as listeners of our podcast, yeah. the viewers of our channel know, um, you guys have known each other for a long time. So oh, yes. Since yes. you were five? Yeah, yes. Five we met old. in kindergarten. Yeah. So... What is your earliest memory of each other? Now let's go with Gen X mom first. Like the first, like the like, first memory I have. Yeah. Actually, can I go back and remember seeing her? Yes. I would say mm. I, fifth grade is probably my because we were in the class. So yeah, we you know, two hundred plus days every day. Oh, I saw you. You're, you're welcome for that. What a, what a privilege that we must have been. We were in fifth grade and sixth grade classroom together, sitting in the same room, staring at each other. I had to carry a mirror uh, around all day to see me. I had, You know how it is to carry a mirror around to see yourself? Uh, you just got to look across the room, and there it was. Lord have so mercy. So what is your earliest? Although, just... although he spent a lot of time in the principal's office, so whatever. But and how um, would you know grade. that? Because I was in the... Whatever. So it's not a specific memory. You I do. I, I mean, we played kickball together well, against each other. That's what I remember, but that was in fourth grade. 
um, Village Christian School in Sun Valley, California. So maybe in fourth grade. Mrs. McBurney's oh. class, we had pretty much an all-star team for kickball. And Poor I remember Mrs. McBurney. You you weren't in that class. No, I felt bad for Mrs. McBurney. Who? She was the first that was a first, first year, year teacher and, and they she put had all like the all bad the kids. Tor- horrible kids in that you know, class. My mother actually went to the principal, to oh, Mr. Friend, so and said, Listen, I've been around these kids for five years now. You put all the bad kids in a first year teacher's classroom. Don't say bad. They were just troubled. <laughs> yeah, we were troubled kids. Yes, we were not bad kids. I do apologize. Yeah, but troubled. as far as my first memory, um, I remember uh, I can vividly picture you fourth grade um, recess type of thing, PE kickball yeah. in fourth grade not being in my class. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I could probably go about fourth grade. Yeah. Although we were there in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah but, but I just not, don't... I don't think we had class together till We fifth. did not. I didn't have a lot of memories of a lot of stuff from... I mean, I have glimpses from kindergarten, yeah, first and too. second, third, but I don't... You know, you could ask me that yeah. about anybody. I don't know that I'd have a specific oh. memory. Yeah. So, next question. You know, every family has a favorite child. They have, like, the golden child. Oh, me, 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 me. He didn't ask the question yet. <laughs> you don't even um, know what the question is. Okay. Uh, example, me. Uh, oh, God. Well, that is so, true. You you do know the favorite child of our family. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, were you the favorite child? Was yes or no? Yes. You were. Oh yeah. I I was not. And my that's parents, why he chose me because I was the favorite child. I did not pick you because you were the favorite <laughs> child. And I I I was not the favorite child to my parents. To I'm my sorry. to my grandparents, I was the favorite child. The favorite um, grandchild. And to the rest of the family, I was, I was an enigma. I was the black sheep, because of the circumstances how I was brought into the world. I was the black sheep. Oh. In so, fact, of all the things that I was and wasn't, which is really funny, my parents, I wasn't the favorite. Um, you know, my dad favored um, my brother Gerald. My mother favored Michael. Stuff like that. On or the other way around. On and on and on. And everybody had favorites, and I was the black sheep. Um, but uh, with without hesitation. I was the odd one out all the time. And of all that, my dad uh, didn't give a shit one way or the other. My dad was just like, okay, whatever. He didn't care if I was favorite, unfavorite, left, right. He didn't care. He, he treated me exactly the same as everybody else he did. I think I was the favorite because of the age difference. I became everybody's like favorite toy. Because there was 12 years between my sister and I and 14 between my brother. Yeah. When I was with my brother, I was the chick magnet. When I was with my sister, it was like her little daughter or her little doll. Yeah. And then my grandfather just loved me to death. And and then I always hung out with my dad and my mom all the time. I mean, it, it was, was kind of like when you were when your family had already had a family. Your parents yeah, had already exactly. had a family. And then they were all teenagers and they came home like, hey, look what we brought home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was just, I turned out to be everybody's like favorite little plaything, and yeah. just went, and went with everybody. So if you're saying I was spoiled because of that, it wasn't, it was just circumstance. Well, no one said spoiled. You brought that up. You just uh, said well, favorite child. <laughs> I'm favorite. But I mean, they'll, they'll say I was well, spoiled Well, I can back too. you up on that. You're my favorite plaything too. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know. Okay, so. Yeah. You guys need to slow that down. You guys were going on. That was getting a little too personal, especially with you, Dad. You <laughs> too much. Um, oh, anyways. your childhood's already ruined. What uh, are you yeah, okay. what are you talking Mom, about? What do your parents think of Dad? Oh, 
her family. Mm. Mm-hmm. My family? My yeah. dad didn't like him. No. I don't think my my dad ever came around to liking nope. you. <laughs> Not even for five minutes. Uh, my mom was questionable at the beginning, but then she adored you. Yes, yeah, your mother you became very much. You, were, you were probably at the top of the son-in-law list. I was at the top of every list. <laughs> your mother absolutely and I got along great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But my dad didn't like anybody. What about your that, brother? Your you. brother likes me, right? My brother likes you. Yeah. yeah. He's your, gotten to know you a lot better. and Your brother is one cool cat. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. Yeah. Okay, and Dad, I already know the answer to this, but the podcast listeners don't. What do your parents think of Mom? What does my family think of uh, Mom? Mm-hmm. Um, they have removed me from their will and <laughs> added her. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I, I, they. I don't think they'd even have any contact with me if I if I hadn't married Mom. They're they're all about Mom. Yes. Everybody's on Team yes. Mom. They've already mom. told him that if if we ever divorced, I'm in. He's out. So yep, they've whatever. Been very clear about that. <laughs> very very vocal. Yep. <laughs> and okay. I'm adored. And I'm adored by. What I Grandpa Dodd. Oh, before my grandfather him. passed oh, away, he him. absolutely worshipped you. He just thought he just kept, every time he saw me, don't screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> Six I months later, him. don't screw it up. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. Next question. I got a lot of questions here. You know, there's like that's good. We're ready. Keep going. Yeah, we're yeah. ready for you. Go ahead. A lot of papers. Okay, you just oh, a lot of pressure over here. Especially with the live studio audience in the background. You know, the ones who are clapping. The only ones are here for you. Yeah. 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 So, anyways. Um, each of you are Gen X, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Uh, you're Boomer Light, Dad. I am no, not he's Boomer not. Light. Yes, Boomer he is. is 64. Yeah, I'm not even Boomer close Light. to that. You no. like the edge, you no. know? No, 64 is it's the like cutoff. It's like Gen X Zero, you know? Like What? <laughs> okay, gone. Okay. Gen X with no sugar. Boomer Light? <laughs> now we're new. Boomer Light. I know, it's he like comes light up, beer. He comes exactly, up with piss light. water. Who put a shit ever he could say? <laughs> he, he just blurts That's it out. That's what he is. Um, All right. So each of you, let's uh, start with Dad on this one. All right. Uh, name something about being Gen X that you love. Like now? Like right now? Like the like. Yeah. What do I like about? Um, yeah. I like looking back as Gen X. I like being able to say what we were part of and uh, where we are now. I like it. I like that there is a bubble around Gen X um, that we all have a common denominator. We all share. You know, the same movies, the same music, you know, the same type of upbringing. I like that there's an unspoken camaraderie in our generation. And maybe that's true with all generations, but um, I can only speak to mine. So that's what I like about being Gen X. And mom? Oh, man. I Right now, I love, but I think that stems from being younger in the generation of the independence and that we have. I think we... What do you like? You didn't yeah, say you didn't Well, say I it. like the the ability to speak our minds. We are not afraid to. Like, we just come out there and say it. I think as I'm getting older as Gen X, it's coming out more and Isn't more. Isn't that the damn truth? <laughs> um, we have an opinion. We have an opinion, and we're not afraid to say it. Like That's true. It out There's there. a lot of generations now that are very... Politically correct. Yeah, and I don't like that. Yeah. We I'm, should all, I mean, that's what makes us all awesome is that we have speech. opinion. So I kind of like that, and we're not easily offended. Like, no. we laugh at half the stuff that's out there because it's hilarious. And yep. so um, I like the easygoing 
of Gen X. We kind of roll with the punches and keep on going. We're pretty strong with that too. Um, good answers. I'm going to steal hers next time. Shut Those up. Are good. <laughs> okay. You, can't um, have it. you both lived in the LA area. Yes. Yes. Around there. Uh, more specifically, San Fernando Valley. Uh, San yeah. Fernando Valley, just just over the so little Cal. tiny hill mm-hmm. from downtown LA. We were in LA County. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Van Nuys, uh, 7738 Allot Avenue and 10454 Latuna Canyon Road in Sun Valley. Those are my two homes. Wow, he gives his address uh, out. Who cares? <laughs> like, what are they going to go look it up and do I a deed history? So what? <laughs> grew up in one house and one house only um, in Sun Valley, California. It's so, a little town. But yeah. see, that's when we went to the private school together. I was also in Sun Valley, and yes. the school was in Sun Valley. But I didn't move anywhere, so no. that was it. You stayed in one place forever. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you both, what were your hangout spots as kids? Not teenagers. As kids, what were your hangout My spots? My house was the hangout spot. Yeah. Because during, when I was little, I was one of the only houses that had a pool. So everybody came to you my house. If it wasn't there, it was school. I was so involved with school that that's where I was. Before a teenager, he said. Yeah, still. Yeah, okay. Because I did summer day camp. Like, I spent the summers in my elementary school at day camp I didn't at know day that. Camp I there. never did that there. Yeah. So I did, so it was school. We were. Until in, I could stay home by myself. We were in a very unique area. Um uh, suburbs, nothing special, but we were really close to Grace Community Church within walking distance, and we spent a lot of time doing, I mean, everything you can think of at Grace Church, every activity, every Saturday, every Sunday, they had something going on. And the summers, when we didn't want to go there for activities, um, we didn't have a sandlot. We had two unique things on our street. In the middle of the street, as you go from you know, 75 houses to, to the next corner, there was an area where there was no sidewalk it was just dirt, and we make we would. It's I don't know, probably thirty or forty feet long, and we would make uh, bike ramps. We would make cut a little trail for the bike and build a little dirt ramp, and we would jump our our, our BMX bikes there, Diamondbacks and Mongoose, Redline, and um, then the other thing was, was at the end of the street, it was almost a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had, did have a turn to it, you know, but it was round like a like a cul-de-sac. It wasn't a just bit an wider. elbow. Yeah, it was a, it was a cul-de-sac with kind of an add-on street. So we'd throw all of our bikes and our radios and our baseball gear on there. We had a friend who had a pool at that corner. We'd go swimming. Yeah. We'd play out front. Same here. That's kind of how it was on my street is everybody kind of met. in the, I, My house just happened to be in the middle of the block. Right. And so everybody kind of ventured down there. But we did the thing where we yelled car when a car right. was coming down yeah. the street. And football games or baseball games yeah. kind of came to the end or roller skating. So it was pretty much growing up on the block. It was That was our neighborhood, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's the hanging out before. So, yeah. Gen X mom. Yes. To my knowledge, um, you don't you have a, an associate's degree? I do. Yeah. So this next question is barely. What? what do you barely? How do you barely get a degree? It took yeah. you forty years to get it. You were on the forty year plan. Yeah, I still got it. What do you have? <laughs> so I have. I graduated junior high. <laughs> <laughs> it's how far did you either? How far did either of you get in your education? So Oops, Gen X he mom, just went right at it, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> so, uh, well, he answered my question. Yeah, I have an mom, associate's degree. Yeah. yeah but in what? In what? You don't want to know. No, yeah. in what? Go ahead. Liberal arts. Wow, oh, liberal arts oh, degree. Wow. And how's that well, working because, for you? And how often well, do you use that in your day to day life? Yeah. 
every single day. How much money does that liberal arts degree? Okay, would you guys stop? <laughs> so I, I went can go on, get a liberal arts degree right now. Come on. Would you guys stop? You know, I think there's one in the bottom of that box of Cheerios in there. I think yeah. you just fill it out when you don't. This. I think if you collect enough box tops, we'll give you box one. tops. Yeah, that's what liberal arts degrees are. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> I started out at Cal State University Northridge after high school and was going to become a teacher. And I got very, very frustrated because the teacher program was impacted. Impacted meaning there was a long, long wait list to get into that program. So I decided, screw it, I'm gonna go to junior college and finish off all my general. So I flipped over and went to LA Valley College and was doing all my general. And then I ended up getting a really great job at May Company Department Store and was starting, the money started rolling in. Yeah. <laughs> and the education came to a halt. So fast forward many years when Gen Z Kid was, oh my gosh, like two. Yeah, he was a baby. I decided to finish it off because I was so close just to my AA. I wanted to do just my AA to have a degree. So while he was sleeping and napping and seven other kids were running around or going to school, I decided to, oh, hey, pile it all on and decided to go finish. back to school yeah. and finish and got my AA degree. Yeah. It took me a couple of years, but I finished. I do not even have a high school diploma or a GED. Holy oh, guacamole. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any like automotive schooling, like nothing? Um, no, I took, you know, shop classes and then, and you wonder why my dad didn't like him. <laughs> oh you, I wonder why I like him. Like, wouldn't your dad consider me a self-made man then? Uh, I, I went to school when I went to dealerships, when I started working at car dealerships, they would send you to training on their makes and models, but like that's tech it. School. Kind of like a tech school. Yeah. But it was brand specific, you know, um, when they ask about like, on surveys about my parents' education, like education level, I'm always like, yeah, my mom's got an AA degree. And then like, if they don't ask for my dad, I don't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have an answer for you. Do you yeah. want a Gen X answer that you can write yeah, down on those things? Your, what's your Gen X answer? You can write down, I graduated from the school of hard knocks. Well, Self-educated. Here's the thing. Like, that's not, that's not a block. Multiple, yeah, it's not one of the, it's multiple <laughs> choice. I can't, it's not a pencil and paper. I'm not from the 90s. Do they have an other? <laughs> yeah, what would be an other school of hard <laughs> knocks <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm trying to tell you self-educated homeschooled yeah. I don't know okay. now you can throw uh, all those out homeschooled I homeschooled myself <laughs> street schooled yourself <laughs> oh good um, lord uh oh okay, do you realize no, do you realize half your audience just laughed now <laughs> hung up because dead air. I don't have a yeah. no not because of dead air because of my answer oh no high school education click no. <laughs> hello I know, I'm trying to figure out. Well, the you're next just question. rare. You're like maybe that 0.5% yeah. of people that. I mean, how many people out I, there I'll don't be have rare. it? I can be rare. I can be odd. I can you're be just different. proving okay. that you you really don't need it. Yeah, a, school sucks. You don't Everyone need should a, drop hey, out right hey, now. Hey, hey, man. You yeah. don't. <laughs> okay, look, my summer, school English, my summer school English teacher is really adamant about everybody going to college. I'm like. That's typical. I'm like, I understand that, but like. Do you really need to go to college to have a good job? And then I look at my dad and I'm like, You don't even need to go to high school. And I'm like, <laughs> I look at him and I go, 40 years of like backbreaking labor and, uh, yeah, you need like, to go to college and really bad knees. <laughs> yep. Uh, college doesn't sound so <laughs> bad. You start weighing it out a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, when, now picture this. All you right. just I'm got your license. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful day. Where were you driving with your license? Jenny's dad, go first. 
Wait a second. As long you as should I have asked enough. him, was he driving before he had his license? Of course he was. Sure no, he was. I was. I waited. Of course, I didn't. No drive way. Before him, no. no. Hold on. Tell me, what did you do <laughs> to? So give me like, evaluate yourself for the audience at sixteen. So if you saw yourself at sixteen, how would you Holy describe? Mackerel. Clean cut. Uh, going to school every day. Going to bed on Be time. Honest. Um, working hard, crap. making sure that lying. family comes Lie first, out. and then uh, making money. Dang, where's that bullshit bell, I can't even hear you anymore. I don't know what's going on. Because she's like leaning away. Um, bullshit bell. Okay, anyways. Now, seriously, evaluate yourself. That's the way I remember myself. I'll give or take a lie but, or two. Give or take a lie or two. And get rid of the lies. Come on. Just no, tell seriously. Yeah, lies. just straight tell up. I, you changed something. I can't hear her at all anymore. Her voice. She's away from the mic. I'm no, right she's here. not. She's not. She fixed it. And then now. I still it's can. right there. I'm talking now, right into it. Uh, you moved it a little bit. Might move a little more. Just saying. It's good on the okay. thing. Okay. Um, no, I, seriously. Tell tell them. I at was, 16. At 16, I was lost. I had no idea what I wanted. I, I hated going to school. I liked going to school. Um, by 16, I think I'd already been kicked out of village twice. But I loved going to Poly, John H. Francis Polytechnic High School, because um, I loved hanging out in drama, stage production. I would spend all day in the auditorium. I wouldn't even go to my classes. Oh, Mr. my gosh. Mr. Oberholzer. Um, I finally just told him, I said, look, I'm not even going to school. I'm only here for this. He goes, well, at least you're staying out of trouble if you're here. And oh, I, I did guess. everything in that auditorium. I think I, I spent a whole year every day of school in that auditorium, never but what going made to you, class. What made you not like school? Like, I don't what? know. I really think there was just something screwed up in my head. I couldn't focus on school. I did not want to sit in a classroom. I got antsy. Did you think that you were like smarter than... The teachers, no, or did no, you have that attitude? No, There's I lots of kids that are like that. I did not. I really, I remember. You didn't like the structure. Angst. That's ah. a real word. It was just, I was, I was trying to figure out something, and I didn't know what it was. We're trying to figure out you. I couldn't do it. I remember. I remember sometimes walking out of a classroom in the middle of class. Wow. I just got up and politely walked out. I couldn't do it. I could. It was almost like claustrophobia sometimes. Um, and I couldn't. I just had to get out. I didn't know where I was going to walk to. Didn't know what I was doing. I'd walk around the streets or I had a really nice 10 speed bike. I mean, expensive one. Maybe I could it was go far. the structure. You didn't like being bound up and said, you have to be. I would here. ride my bike for miles in one direction until I got tired. I'd rest and ride home. Yeah, but that's like, that's open. That's yeah. you're making your own choices. I don't know. But see, I knew that wasn't right. I knew that everyone else was going to go to school. They were going to get their credits. They were going to graduate. And I wasn't going to have that diploma to go on to what's next. Mm. And I knew that this was not right. I knew my family was disappointed. Then why didn't you take the GED? I did, but... I stayed up all night with Lisa oh, Callahan. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot that story. <laughs> and we, we, I failed it. So oh. back, I remember this whole thing was about driving. You, oh, yeah. So oh. Now you have this, this semi-lazy, kind of doesn't want to do anything, but shows up to drama every single day. <laughs> but you got a car. How'd you get the car? Uh, I didn't get the car from, I didn't get help with a car from my parents until I was closer to 18 so how'd you 18. get your first yeah car? so wait wait you got your license and then a car like uh, were you driving well, at 16 well, well, i okay, would wait. drive you around. guys are dragging this around so i'm trying to steer this direction okay go how did you prepare for your driver's test i uh i practiced in grandma's 1980 buick skylark did you do it at school 
I we took driver's like, test at school. Yeah. They had fake machines you could get yeah. in. So hold on, you guys don't you guys don't know this. There was one Gen screen. X. There was one screen, yeah. and we all had fake cars with steering wheels, and we all had to watch the same screen and steer with these big steering yeah. wheels and so brake that, pedals. So when we were well, in school, you had half a year of driver's ed when yeah. you were turning sixteen, mm-hmm. and half a year of health usually, homec yeah. or yeah. something like that. So I okay, so that's how I you practiced I was driving at school, but mainly with I I drove grandma. Grandma Dodd everywhere and Grandpa Dodd. Well, what I was saying is like you got the picture of him when he was preparing for his driver's test. He was studying. He, he took this very seriously. Yes, I him. did. And I'm assuming he's not lying. No, I wanted that license really bad. Oh, I, so did I. I. That's something I was shooting for, yeah. It was it, like, like, it when was, I wanted I something in life, like I wanted to be a good baseball player or something, if I really wanted to, I'd practice at the batting cages. I want, I'd study what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I but wanted yeah. my license at 16 so bad. That freedom was like calling I drove my name. a bright red 1978 Ford Pinto. That's <laughs> my first car. Hey, man, my got, first car is way better than yours. I I'm got saying. my license on my actual 16th birthday. I went and took my driver's test on my 16th birthday. And the car that was waiting for me was a 68 VW Bug. Well, DMV isn't open on Christmas, so I couldn't take mine on my birthday. Not my promo. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. It's yeah, like a skill like, issue. Yeah. yeah. So you were asking um, where we drove? Everywhere. Yeah, like stories. As soon as I could, get, wherever gas would take me, when the, when I was halfway out of gas, I'd turn around and come back. I, me too. I'm, most of the time I went to the beach. The beach, Zuma, yeah. Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Just go over and just places you'd never been before that you could just go. Yeah, just to hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, question numero it's number seven, but I put it's all out of that's, you can ask, that's it's fine. Your, it's I know. I'm order. just saying. I know yeah. it's my order. Go I'm ahead. Screwing things around. Right. Yeah. Um, anyways, I feel like I don't know you guys enough. You know, I'm gonna take a book out of Ted Lasso real fast. Big um, <laughs> go fish. Uh, first concert la- or first concert, best concert, go. First concert was 14 Rick Springfield. You and went I to went see Rick Springfield at 14. Yes, with oh, but I had to go with a with a. You know who went? Who? My sister-in-law Donna. Wow. My sister-in-law went, and she said she would go, and she took Ann Woods, our I friend. Ann. Ann, yeah. I knew, I, I still know till this day. I've known her since kindergarten. Yep. We both wanted to go so badly, and our parents both said no. Was that so your, Go ahead. We t- we were, well, what if we got a chaperone, but God forbid we'd go with our parents, right? Yeah. So at the time... My sister-in-law was 20s because she married my... What a perfect chaperone. Oh, it was great. She was in her late 20s, and I'm like, okay, she's going. And so that was our first concert. That was my first. I think my first concert was at Magic Mountain. They had they had a concert arena. They had summer concerts all the time up there. Um, Adamant was up there. Missing Persons was up there. I think Men at Work played up there. I don't remember which one my first one was. Mm-hmm. But best concert. Um, still, I've answered this question live before on live streams. He saw a lot more concerts than I did. Uh, U2. I, I watched U2, and they were. At the, I'm sure it was at the L.A. Sports Arena, and right in the middle of the show, Bob Dylan came out Wow! and did like two songs. I was floored. Never seen anything I like think it. Mine, I think mine, I didn't go to as many concerts as you did. I was just so busy. Um, 19, Van Halen at Jack Murphy Stadium. If you don't know Jack Murphy Stadium, go look it up. Go look it up <laughs> uh, in San Diego. It was that was pretty amazing. Yeah. All right. What's next? Um, okay. So we've all been in dangerous situations. You know, very scary. Can't hear you at all. 
we've all been in dangerous situations, you know, really yeah. scary ones. And uh, what's the worst situation, like scary, dangerous, that you've ever been in growing up? Like teenager stuff? Yeah. No. No. Uh, well, I didn't even meant like last week I was in one pretty dangerous. But yeah, we well, how dangerous that. was that? No, you said teenager. Um, let's see. Well, I know mine. What's Mine's yours? more related to family. Okay, go ahead. But till this day, I, I can picture it vividly. Um, I was probably going into ninth grade and we were on vacation. And we were heading across the plains. I think we were on our way to Wyoming. We were just traveling around the United States. It was my dad was driving. My mom was in the front. I was in the back. Um, and we were on a two-lane highway. And in, out in the distance, you could see an electrical storm. And out in the plains, anybody that lives out there knows those electrical storms are huge. And my dad was trying to get to the next city as fast as he could before it started raining. So we were traveling, and the road was had hills, and we were going up and down the hills. And you could see the cattle on the side, but didn't even think of anything. And my dad went up this hill, and we weren't wearing seatbelts in the back. That was time when we didn't. And we got to the top of the hill, and there were cows all the way across the the street, the, the, highway. the highway. And he swerved and swerved and swerved. We didn't even roll the car, and we missed all the cows. And That's pretty scary. I can remember it till this day. And my dad pulled off the road and he was like, oh my goodness, we made it. We didn't flip and there was no other cars on the road. Like we could have been out there for hours. But that, I can vividly remember that one. I think the one that comes to mind was, I think in right after we started driving, uh, friends and I, we ended up in Hollywood on New Year's Eve. And that had wow. to be one of the scariest things. All of a sudden, you know, I'm a 10th grader, you know, 15, 16, or 16 years. Couldn't have been over 16. And, you know, no real harm has come to me. I can get in fights and stuff, but no adult harm has come. And all of a sudden, you're down in Hollywood, on Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard, and it's New Year's Eve, and everybody's dressed up like Halloween just happened. Yeah. I was going to say, don't go it to was, Hollywood on New Year's Eve or on Halloween. Yeah, and I just was like, okay. <laughs> I don't belong down here. This is a whole nother world. We stayed, you know, we interacted, but it was an eye-opening experience when you get into an adult world at that time of night, at that place. I was like, you know, I can't believe this is only 20 minutes from my house. Yeah, (laughs) That that one comes to mind. So growing up, people always have their dream cars, right? You know, you you have a dream car, you have a car. Now, what car did you see and it always caught your eye? <laughs> oh, Trans Ams, Camaros oh, mine with Mine was going to be a Datsun 240Z. Really? That was... Oh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, they had so many Camaros and Firebirds that you had with little tails on them and some had yeah, the hood scoops. Those they were the weren't, sports cars. They were not all Trans Ams that were black and gold. No, 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 no. But that style. Oh, I wanted one so bad. But well, I was I, just a little two-seater. I was in like thing. seventh grade, so. Did you ever get it? No, never. I had didn't one. either. I never had one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the next question. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was your favorite TV shows growing up? Like Saturday morning cartoons could have been a drama. Are you actually recording me? Yeah. I'm scared to say that. <laughs> uh, it could, yeah, it could have been a. Tuesday nights were my big night. Which was what? Happy Days and, and Laverne, Laverne and Shirley. Shirley. I knew you were going to say that, yeah. Those were my ni- that was my night. Yeah. Don't bother me. I have the television. Because back then, there was only one TV in the house, and you yep. had to reserve your time. <laughs> okay, well, what are those shows about? 
Oh my gosh! Well, Happy Days. Well, I'm going to say everybody knows what Happy everybody Days. Everybody knows is what Happy Days. Is. Uh, happy Days was set in the 50s. It was just a fun family, cool show about like a growing high school up. teenager yeah, stuff. It was yeah. Great. And then Laverne and Shirley was two girls that worked in a. Uh, a bottle brewery. Ca- brewery. <laughs> they were bottle cappers. Yeah. Um, and That's then right. Their, they were bottle, they bottle cappers. cappers. And um, they just had all these hijinks. It was kind of like an I Love Lucy well, with two people. Kind it was of. kind of like two women trying to get trying to get going in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of slapstick comedy yeah. with um, Lenny and Squiggy. I had so many <laughs> things. My favorite... Uh, uh, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, so there was MASH, which nobody yeah. my age even liked. They couldn't talk to any of my friends about MASH because nobody cared. But there was Happy Days, and there was the A-Team. Boy, I was a big A-Team guy when that came out. Airwolf was another one I liked. Yeah, I watched all those. Knight Rider. But Tuesday was my night. Um, what was the other one? Uh, uh, Buck Rogers in the 25th century <laughs> oh was another God. one. And then, But my favorite thing, if you want to know when my time was reserved, it was Saturday morning. Saturday morning cartoons was yeah. my thing. Super Friends, uh, Land of the Lost with Sid and Marty Croft, all Electro those episodes. Electro Woman and Dynagirl. I hated when that show. What they, about ISIS? You know, you wait for those shows to come on. I'll tell you something. With Sid and Marty Croft, oh, you get oh, up early, you go down there, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're like, okay, okay, this is the greatest one. But they didn't have just one show. Sid and Marty Croft had like nine shows. I only liked four of them. The other five sucked. <laughs> so I'm like, don't be one of these stupid ones. And if it was, your Saturday was ruined. I get up and walk around the house. Like she's the ones she's picking, the buggles or whatever. That's stupid shit. I didn't shit. say buggles. No, you said the other dumb but ones. But then I ended up my Saturday morning with the American bandstand. Yeah, well, when you got a little older, yeah. But Saturday morning was my jam. Super friends and the cartoons. My jam. Yeah, my that jam. was my thing, okay. man. Um worked all now, week to get to Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> They they say people are usually action or reaction people. You know, you either take charge or you just let things go. Yeah, in life. So, did you plan out your future or did you just kind of like float along the lazy river of life? Oh. Wow. It reminds me, we have a daughter who's planned everything out. <laughs> She's written everything down for her life. I think I, every girl has a dream or a plan. I wouldn't call it a plan. I think a dream of how they... Wish, hope that. But it did you turns plan out. out to get your goals? Did you write it down? Um, no, I never wrote it down. I had like a, you know, <laughs> like a cliff note version. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, how I hope my life goes. Yes. Here's the summary of my dream life. <laughs> mine was that we've already talked about mine. Mine was haphazard. Mm. I wasn't um, headphones. There wasn't um, any plan. I knew what I was supposed to do. I knew what everybody wanted me to do. And I knew, I guess, how to get there. And then I just kind of hoped it happened. I hope someone said, here's your college classes. Go to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never actually went and registered. <laughs> you know, there, <laughs> It was very difficult for me. So, no, yeah. mine was very haphazard. I was very reactionary in life. I don't think we had counselors like we do, like the kids do nowadays. I would Trying know. to get them to go. My counselor was okay, but it wasn't like... Um, maybe I didn't use her appropriately. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been my fault. Um, if you could go back to one year of your childhood, so from January 1st to December 31st of one year of your childhood and relive it, which year and why? 1984. Wow. I just remember everything we did that year, all the friends we had. Um, at that year, we had guys and girls that were part of like a group of 10 of us that we did everything together. We weren't paired off. 
as couples, but we went everywhere and did everything. I remember, you know, in Southern California, it's it's warm most of the time. We stayed up all night working on cars. We'd go to In-N-Out Burger at midnight and grab burgers and keep working. We'd listen to music all night. There was movies. 84. I would, 84 was a great year. Gen X mom? Um, oh, man. I've been trying to think of like one year. I loved pretty much 90% of my high school, all of it. Yeah. I was so busy. So any of those years, really. Um, my senior year wasn't the greatest, like the last half. So, okay, so not my senior year. Um, God, I don't know. Maybe junior year. That's it must why have I been picked the, 84. Mine. I think about, I think about the same. Junior year is 85. Yeah, something like that. Around there. It'll well, kind 1985 of, would get the second half of your junior year and the first half of your senior year. There you year. go. So Probably, yeah, because I was driving and mm-hmm. was had this freedom. I think that was okay. my best. I would relive okay. that. Okay. Now, now that we've looked back on the past, we've looked back at everything... Not everything, of course. A ton of things you've experienced. How would you rate, like, how your lives have ended up? Uh, uh, I I couldn't be more pleased. If I if I remember, if I go back to sixteen, and all the uncertainty I had, all the all being scared and not knowing what was ahead of me, moments where I thought I could take on the world and then moments when I'm all alone looking in the mirror going, you're never going to fucking do this. You're never going to do this. And then if someone could say, here's where you end up, forget the ups and downs, forget the goods and bads, but you end up at this spot at 16. I'd be going, Oh, thank God. (laughs) Thank God. It turned out that good. I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. I didn't need it. I didn't mean it. It wasn't my fault, but yeah. thank God something stumbled me into this spot. A, thank you. Do you think your 16-year-old self would believe that hundreds of thousands, <laughs> millions of people have listened to you, heard you, seen you, <laughs> like yell? Like no. Just do stuff like that? I wouldn't have thought that I would have had such a beautiful wife. I thank wouldn't have God. thought that I would have had such an adorable family for all their misgivings. I wouldn't have thought that I would have ended up with a plot of land that I could call my own. Um, and I would have never guessed that um, my youngest son would have brought any notoriety <laughs> to our family at all. No. But I'm telling you that looking back on all the things that my life could have been, I am very happy where I ended up. Especially if I could tell my 16-year-old self, look, you're going to screw a lot of stuff up, but you're going to end up over here. My 16-year-old self would have gone, fine, that's great, because I'd have never, that's way more than we deserve. Yes, it is. <laughs> and Jenix Mom? Well, I'm sitting here, like, tearing up, thinking about the roller coaster ride my life has been on, of all the things that I've experienced, but where I am right now is with this awesome man that is taking complete care of me. Get a room. And, no, I'm being serious, like... I don't have a care in the world. Yeah. He he takes care of everything. And I have a beautiful family. Where I am right now, I'm at the most comfortable and at the most peace. Was it easy getting here? Absolutely not. Um, if I could go back and tell my 16-year-old self, go, it's going to be a long haul, but it's going to be completely worth it. Like, it's been a roller coaster ride. But, yeah, but where I'm at right now, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. I'm okay. Believe me. I'm, me too. And when I and when I say could could my life be better? I don't know. Maybe. 
Could it be worse? Yes. Yes. I'm 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 happy to mm. to be right where I'm at, no doubt. Yeah. Me too. I never dreamed I'd have a house and kids. I mean, it's I know it I've always been have felt so far away, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank you guys for having some heartfelt moments, some funny moments. Get a few laughs, get a few tears on your way to work. Um, <laughs> How do you feel about your parents? You guys are old and sentimental. <laughs> Thanks. Old and sentimental. Oh, All right, well, I'll take this. We are here. our parents, too. <laughs> Gen X dad needs a little bit more of the sentimental part. I'm very sentimental, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Gen X right. dad, why don't you wrap up the podcast after we both say bye? So, Gen X mom. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. And Gen Z Kid, I'm going to be signing out. The music's now coming up, and everyone's saying goodbye. So I'm going to tell you what. From everyone here at Gen X Talks, we'd like to tell you all, thank you very much for listening, keeping us on the map. Without you guys, we'd be nothing. So if you're listening to us on AM, FM, pre-recorded audio, or anywhere around the world on the Armed Service Radio Network, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>